When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Domster. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Here we are, well, reviewing day three of the French Open. And we had quite an epic one yesterday, didn't we? There was, well, we it, seemed, few, mate. it seemed that the Hamburg finalists, oh, they took a while to get going, didn't they? And when they finally did get going, oh, we was, well, we got treated to some um, incredible tennis. Uh, should we start with maybe Andre Rublev? Well, yeah, we'll start with both of them, mate. I just, um, I'm a bit surprised. I thought they'd both win very comfortably. Uh, I didn't even see him really dropping a set. Uh, obviously, Sam Querrey was playing Rublev. He's not been in the best of form. He's not predominantly a clay court player. Rublev no. has been in the form of his career. People are tipping him as like the best of the rest. And uh, you'd expect Rublev to re- really walk it quite easily. Um, but it wasn't to be. Went down two sets to love. And uh, at one point in the third set, I was thinking maybe he's going to be going out. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Was... I was thinking maybe this could be done in three. I wasn't I'm... even expecting was... a Rublev comeback at one point. I was thinking the same, but I think the signs were there a little bit in that second set. He obviously was, I believe he was 5-1 down in the second set, and he won five games straight and managed to get it back to 6-5. It went to the tie break. He lost tie but but positive signs that... We know Rublev, what he's capable of, and he's really showed it in those last three sets. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like when he brought it back to the tie break, you then start thinking, oh, here we go. He's come to life now. Um, but then losing the tie break on top of it, you're thinking, what is going on? This is just a, a, a bonkers tournament so far. And uh, for, for, for him, it's just not really good enough. I've seen after the match, he was speaking about how his body was feeling. He said he felt very uh, tight and nervy which I find very bizarre. Like, I'm not sure why you'd be so nervy for that, um, especially considering you just played a final and won a final. 
surely your confidence should be sky high. I don't understand how nerves come into it. Um, it's early. Uh, granted, it is a grand slam. It's a different occasion. Um, oh. But even still, mate, you'd expect Rublev to do it a little bit more comfortably than what he did. It's never an easy person, is he? Like he's a Sam Query. I, th- I think he's one of those sort of players who you'd love to avoid in the early rounds. I think we saw who is it he took out? He took out somebody in the early rounds in Wimbledon, I believe, last year. And it yeah. was one of, the, one of the top. He was there, wasn't we? I remember. Yeah. Was it Dominic? And it wasn't Dominic. Was it Dominic Team? Someone like um, that. I, I don't remember exactly. He took out there, was, someone, there was a good player he took out, yeah. He's very dangerous in Grand Slams, and he was showing it again. He has the powerful serve, and that was really firing in those first two sets. And then he was like backing it up with some amazing ground shots as well, and he can, he can really play as well, Sam. He's not a schmuck on the court, but Rublev, the better player, came through in the end, and saw Query was very uh, complimentary about Rublev and really wanted to embrace him at the end of that match because he could tell he really deserved that win. And you, well, and mate, I think- at one point, yeah, I was thinking this side of the draw is going to look a bit uh, bare. Obviously, we've lost Medvedev. We're going to mm. lose potentially Sitapas, potentially lose Rublev as well. Was, I don't know. It was opening up nicely for an unknown player really to take a good uh, take an opportunity or I say unknown player, someone you would not expect to be going deep into a tournament. I don't think yeah. there's any many unknown players in it. Um, but yeah, even it was, still, I was just I was shocked to be fair. It, yeah, I mean it was a shock, but that's what this this year has given us. All we're seeing is just shocks. Uh, the I, main thing I is he got through it. I don't know if you want to get the scores up now. We'll go through that. Yeah, I mean, here it is. Here's the uh, our highlight, the one which we're obviously talking about. Yeah, obviously once that I think once that third set. I think everybody, I think if you asked anybody all around the world, if once he won that third set, who do you think is going to win this match? And I think where everybody would have been a general consensus, Rublev would have gone on to win in five. And that's what happened. Got the break once in each set. That's all yeah. he needed. And yeah, tidy. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was, I thought it was going to be less convincing from Sitapas, to be honest. I was really worried about him because of his mental side. I thought Rublev just won the tournament, would have a stronger mental side. We know Sitapas is obviously after the US Open, bottled it a bit in that hammer. Mate, it's really harsh for Sitapas, though, um, because since, obviously, the, the terrible uh, result in the US Open, all of the post-match uh, reporters, when they speak to him, they're always asking the same question. And it's always yeah. going to be about that Borna, Borna Koric match. And yeah. uh, it's hard for him to kind of escape it. And he was quite brave in his response, saying how it does play. An, it, 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 he admitted himself it is playing an impact in him on him. However, he imagine. feels that he is a better player and he thinks that he can overcome it. And like we've always tipped him as one of the best players in the world. Like We really fancy him. Yeah. Um, he's not really, I don't know, he's just, he's just bottled too many different occasions of late to sort of, a lot of people are ignoring him because of it. And we know how good he can be against Munar. Obviously, Munar has been in some top form himself, to be fair. So it's no, it's no uh, smut really to be losing against. Uh, but no. he managed to come through there again and win it. In, well, in the end, like you said, that fifth set, I did fancy him. I didn't see Munar really yeah. winning that. I think it's just one of those things. It's just They're just slow to get going. I'm maybe thinking, well, don't forget, they played their final during the first round matches that were being played in the mm. French Open. So they've already played a full week of a tournament and oh yeah, and a pretty 
epic final in Hamburg as well. So they're probably going to be tired. And those first two sets showed it. And Sitapas, he wasn't at the race at all. And you can't afford to be like that. Someone like Jaume Munar, who's a really, really good clay court player and a really yeah. good like young clay court player. If you see here, he's yeah 23 years old. Yeah. Very good, very good player. And yeah, you can't sleep on him. And those first two sets, Sitapas just wasn't there. And yeah, yeah. you saw him suddenly turn up and he really uh, stepped up his game. You saw it. And he was, maybe his dad was giving a little bit in the ear, but I think he showed the strength in character. And I think this type of result can only work positively for someone like him, like with his current mindset. And looking forward to seeing how he like performs in the next round now because he's just come back from two sets down you don't get many of them in your career hopefully this is a good well, sign of things to come from well, well, mate, he could go really deep now obviously he doesn't have to play medvedev he would have been yeah. the biggest uh, sort of competitor i think they want to i think they'd want to play medvedev though <laughs> yeah i'll roll on garros probably yeah uh yeah. let's just go to the comments quickly cuz uh, geraldine sure. is here how you doing um, by Geraldine and was saying that Query did beat team at Wimbledon he was right yeah, I knew it was one of go. the big ones it was here yeah. I think I remember and, uh, it because I think you were cheering on Dominic team because you're a big team fan and then I was cheering on Query and uh, I think that's why I swear it was yeah, uh, yeah you're right yeah, yeah that's right yeah but yeah there you go there is still some uh, knowledge in that brain box so many matches that go past but yeah that one stuck in there yeah. So anyway, uh, aside from them two, we had some other good matches there. Dimitrov. Was, yeah. Dim- uh, that was very comfortable. One to watch out for. Um, yeah. But the thing is with him, he started like this in Rome. Do you remember in Rome? He was yeah. beating, beating people. I think he beat Nishioka 6 0, 6 1 or something. Yeah. Um, he was in the form of his life. And then as soon as he gets to someone a bit more tricky, a bit more resilient, he sort of folds a bit. So let's see how he does. Yeah. Um, We've got another one there, Batista Agut. That's a ridiculous win against Gasquet. And considering this is in Roland Garros in France, Gasquet always usually turns up for that. I've watched yeah. epic matches with him before. Um, he started well. He started the crowd's well. The not there though, is it? The crowd. You're nah. not going to have that impact of the crowd getting behind the home the home players. Uh, you could look at it two ways. Maybe there's less pressure on him, but wasn't to be. And Agut managed to dispatch him quite comfortably. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. Uh, a good, I think he just was biding his time. I, I watched in the first set, and I thought it was really, cl- really close match. Gasca, I believe, was up a break in that first set as well. But Batista, a good, like you're going to have to really, if you're going to try and beat him on the grind, then it's not going to work, is it? Let's no. face it. And he's just the better player. And Gasca, tail end of his career. If there was fans, he might have grabbed a set, but there wasn't. <laughs> so no sets for Gasquet. Now the Frenchman goes out, Yeah, which is a bit sad. Bashvili um, there. Do you see that? That's ridiculous. He's in, uh, he's, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I do as well. But this is, we've got to stack uh, a little bit of credit onto Tiago Montero, who we spoke about recently, because don't forget who beat Montero in the recent final, which was... Lorenzo Massetti and if we'd have seen Massetti here he could have done the same thing he could have probably taken out Basiashvili I'm sure and he could have probably taken out some other like bigger he beat yeah, Stan Wawrinka no, beat yeah, yeah. Nishikori he could Mate, I, don't, I don't know when you want to get on to Stan Wawrinka but maybe now's the good a good time obviously yeah. he's well, been he's playing today, today. Um, 
we're gonna have to skip this day a little bit because I feel like the stand wow. thing's a big a big talking point for this show. And the form stands in right now. The way he was playing today, yeah. I was just watching it just now. It was just phenomenal. It was high level stuff. I was just super impressed from start to finish. Quetford, we know what form he's been in of late. Troubling Djokovic, playing all these top guys, playing the yep. best tennis of his career. And Wawrinka was just like, here we go. Next, please. This is easy. And was just smashing the ball around the court. And, yep. um, mate, I really fear for Dominic team now. Big time. Obviously, there's a good chance he'll be playing St- Stan Wawrinka if considering they both Pressure's get off Stan as well, isn't it? No one's talking about him. No one's talking about Stan Wawrinka. Why? Um, <laughs> He's a French mate, Open I champion. I generally would not be shocked to see him go all the way and win this tournament. I know. It's mad, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm, I would totally agree. This is somebody who's won it before, don't forget. Yeah. And he knows how to do it. And if he turns up on his day... He's um like he's unbeatable on clay. If he hits through the ball, he's as good as anybody out there. He can take out a Rafael Nadal on his day. Yeah, and that's I the agree. that's what the scary thing. Stan he's Wawrinka. got the weapons. The thing with Stan Wawrinka is he's got weapons to defeat any player on tour. In my opinion, it just needs yeah. to be on. And when when Stan's on, he is a frightening proposition. Um, yeah, for anyone. I really like him on clay courts as well. I think that's that's his best surface. I prefer personally. him. Yeah, I just love. I just love watching him play on it. And I think he's so resilient. I think these heavier balls will actually suit a player like Stan Wawrinka as well. Um, yeah. Because he's got such power. He's able to sort of still get enough, generate enough spin on the ball and power on the ball to sort of dictate the rallies. And uh, I think win a lot of points. Yeah, I agree. I, it's quite interesting to see uh, how players are adapting to this a new ball as well like some mm. people are complaining about it a lot but you don't hear the big hitters complaining too much do you and yeah. i think it's really like serving them well so it was going to be interesting to see who he comes up against it'd be interesting if he comes up against any other big hitters of uh, Vavrinka on his Mate, side. have you noticed i've got the wilson ball oh no it's not this I know. <laughs> yeah i saw that <laughs> someone commented on the video they was loving it yeah that's it was it on purpose <laughs> yeah it was well, that's all right then. That's the main thing. Uh, I was going to have a look. If Stan Wawrinka could be potentially playing next and you'd fancy him against either of these two, they're playing at the moment, which is uh, Hugo Gaston and uh, Nishioka. Um, yeah. I think Ga- uh, last time I checked, Gaston, Gaston was a was two sets when I last checked. Yeah, so these are the home well, Frenchmen. Let's have a look, see how that one's getting on. Uh, I believe it is, yeah. Well, Nishioka's about to take his actually set point on the, th- on the third set. So oh, could right. be going the distance, that one. Yeah, yeah. But either or, I, do fan- like, I just don't see either of them stopping Stan. I think no. he'll get through them like, easily. Someone we've got to mention. Someone we've got to mention who we haven't mentioned before the, uh, yeah, before this tournament started or since it began. Attila Balaj is through to the second round in Roland Garros. And great to see him back. He was playing Uchiyama from Japan, but yeah. a great result there. Straight sets. He goes through to the next round. And yeah, excited to see him back on clay again. Uh, he's such a great player. He's obviously well, top 80. Yeah, and just what a story, Attila Balaj. For you guys who don't know, we're huge fans of on the podcast. He was probably what brought me and Ben together talking about tennis, I would say. He yeah, was the man what glued us together with our tennis. And um, I know it sounds bizarre, 
But for, we just find the whole story fascinating. He was a guy who retired from tennis. Um, he was going to do, he was taking up coaching. And then all of a sudden he come back and he decided to start playing tennis again. On I think he was hard. He wasn't even ranked. He was just out on like thousands yeah. in the ranking or whatever. Just working his way through challengers and ITFs and eventually just started seeing this new Attila Balas and he was winning so many matches on clay courts. Yeah. He started having a bit of a following to matches. I don't know if it was his brother and his dad and stuff. But the atmosphere <laughs> yeah. was always good at his matches. Always. We then saw, well, to skip quite a few um, months forwards, Wimbledon, we saw an incredible win over Ilya Marchenko. And yeah. he was winning against these top players and no one really saw it coming. I think he beat, did he beat Philippe Kranovic as well on a, in an yeah. ATP tournament? I- I believe it was, yeah, I believe it was either, it was either Kekmanovic or Kranovic. Kekmanovic or Kranovic. <laughs> it's one of them where you can get a bit mixed up. Um, but he had, yeah, like you said, Attila Balas in the form of his career. He just recently won a challenger title at the beginning of the year. And um, yeah, this guy's now in the top 100. It's, just, it's an incredible yeah. story, really. It just shows that a lot of people, when you write and you're written off, he was, his tennis wasn't particularly that great. He took some time away from the game, come back, and he's just found his form. and. It's just yeah. amazing to see now. That's his first Grand Slam victory ever. It's um, great. Great to see. Yeah. And he might have his work cut out for him in the next round because he's up against Batista Agut in the next round. So that's going to be a real tough match. Uh, but come on, Attila. We're cheerily, Mate, cheering we know what Attila can do. Like It'll be interesting to see how he fares with Agut. A lot of people give him no chance, probably mm. myself included. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But with Attila, it's just like the hope that kills you sometimes. So let's just hope for the best with him. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely uh, cheering him on all the way. Uh, let's have a quick look. I, well, this one I wanted to touch on because what the hell was going on here? Did <laughs> did, did Steve Johnson pick up a racket with no strings in or what was going on? Like, Mate, literally... we used to do all the earlier podcasts. He's doing L of the Week, yeah? Well, Steve Johnson's got this one. <laughs> he can have L of the Month, L of the Tournament. I thought I'd just seal off a six-one-six-one with a bagel on the end. By the looks of it, two breadsticks and then a little I didn't bagel. Catch it, but I can imagine what it would have, would have what it would have looked like in that third set. I'm sorry, he was just there in spirit rather than actually there. He was just walking right. around. One hour twenty-four. He was off the court. In it's pretty shocking for a, a Grand Slam well, match up there. It's Steve Johnson as well. We know he's a top player. Like <laughs> he could have really easily good. done a lot better. Whether there's an injury involved or something Don't not know. quite right in his personal life, or it just doesn't seem right. Really, credit really to Bain. credit to Boehner though. He did he did the job. Yeah, one I was watching yesterday, and I thought, well, it was uh, Laszlo Gere, who I would thought I thought he would beat Kevin Anderson, but I'd never give Anderson enough credit. Anderson's a, such a gritty veteran and so powerful. He just blew him off the court, and I was shocked. Well, Jer didn't have any like response. He kept Mate, getting rain delayed. Anderson's yeah, an experienced Grand Slam player. We've seen him at Wimbledon. He's been around yeah. for a bit now, and he's a he's not he's a tough, t- very tough player to play against. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I'd one but touch on who obviously won their first game with relative ease. Novak Djokovic, he makes it through. I thought we knew that was going to be a comfortable uh, straight sets one, but still keep an eye on him. He'll be playing, I think it's a repeat of, was it the US Open? He's up against Barankis in the next round. And yeah. Barankis, a very good result there because we know how good Hugo Delian is on the clay. And 
well, I thought he might beat him, but not in such fashion. Straight sets, easy. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I thought Brankis would do it. I wasn't. I'm not actually that shocked. I, I always rate Brankis quite highly, and yeah. I just am quite confident in his ability. He's not really shown much form on clay the last year, um, but I know that he's been playing a lot of better tennis recently, especially against watching him against Djokovic. I thought it was really impressive. And uh, that's yeah. always a good uh, indicator of where your where your game's at when you go against Novak Djokovic and you play well. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there was a few other ones. Ones to touch on went through. It was a bit tight in the first set. Davidovich Fokina went through against uh, Harold Mayot uh, from France. That was, that was quite close to start with, but then Fokina really just turned it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one to watch for sure. We know. Uh, Sorry, before we go on to the actual other matches, let's just go to the comments quickly because we've go got Kale uh, here. Hopefully, that's pronounced right. And he was, he or she was saying, I think it's she, is it? If Novak <laughs> wins the title, he will have won all Grand Slams and Masters event at least twice each, right behind the other two on Slams. Also, would it signal the beginning of the end of the goat debate? And uh, this goat debate has been one what's never ending. Me and Ben, we've touched on it. Um, mm. We will maybe do another podcast later on when all this coronavirus stuff's over, but it's one of these debates we're just going to keep going on and on and on. And I don't think we'll ever, not everyone's ever going to agree on the GOAT debate, but no. if you look at the statistics, if Djokovic was to maybe win another French Open, and if he, for me, I think the best indication is would be the most slams. I think if Djokovic can get the most slams, then it's going to be very difficult to ignore him as the, as the greatest of all time. I think if you can take, if he can beat. Rafa Nadal in the French Open final, then it will shut all the Rafa fans up for sure. And uh, yeah, yeah mate, he... once is not good enough. Do you know what I mean? He needs to. Yeah, I think he still needs a few more years just to keep to continuously keep putting out these. Uh, Who crazy says he results. can't? Yeah, I think he can. No, no, I think... I, yeah, no, I'm saying it as I think he can as well. Um, yeah. The thing is, Roger Federer will be back next year, and um, Rafa Nadal he's just warming up. He's just getting into his groove a bit. So. You can never write these off, man. All just quality players all keep pushing each other on. Uh, but Djokovic, obviously, if he keeps winning the way he is, it'll be hard to ignore him as the greatest of all time. It will be. It, it really will be. Uh, does your countryman did all right yesterday? Yep. Matteo Bellatini went through straight yeah. sets. Fairly comfortable against Pospisil. Not a yeah, I was very happy with that. Berrettini's playing some good stuff. And um, it'll be interesting to see what his draw is, actually. Uh, maybe we can have a look. I can tell you. I'll tell you who he's got uh, got yeah, in the next round. Draw up, that'll be interesting because he's, he's against, someone who could go really deep in the tournament. Definitely. He's up against Lloyd Harris in the next round okay. who went through comfortably against Poprin and he could potentially be up against after that either Struff or Daniel Altmaier. So the battle of the Germans there in the uh, next round. And then they're in the in the part of the draw where what there'll would that be... be in the quarter final or is it the one that, before the quarter no I mean that's oh, the 16. round of the round of 30 I think so it's the round of 32 I believe and then you've got the round of yeah the round of 16 then you've got the quarter final so we've still got a long way to go yeah, yeah. so but he could be potentially facing either of them and then it could be a potential Batista Agut or Carreño Buster. Or it's a Libelage. You never know. No, I, I think Berrettini could go quite far in the tournament. But he, he definitely has the potential. It'd be nice to see him really turn up at the French Open and uh, get far. But, yeah, he's in the same side of the draw as Novak Djokovic as well, don't forget. So it's going to be tough on that side. Yeah. 
Uh, who else do we want to touch on here? Should we touch on uh, uh, Laxanen went out to Cuevas. Thought he might yeah, do a, a, bit a, bit be- yeah, a bit better there. Shapovalov through against Jules Simon. Yeah, he's had a little slip up there in the third set, but Shapovalov looking good. My dark horse. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah, I thought Jules Simon, I watched some of this match. Jules Simon was actually playing quite good. And yeah. he's, a, he's a tricky player. Like You don't know what Jules Simon's going to turn up. I know it's a bit uh, cliche and everyone says the same thing with him, but he's a quality player and he was actually playing quite good. So fair play to Shapovalov. Yep. Uh, managed to come through against a relative decent opposition when he's playing like that. Oh, for sure. Another person that we haven't really spoken about, but someone who's actually a really good result. I was uh, Andre Martin, who's yeah, down yeah. there at the bottom there. And he went through against uh, Jao Souza, who's actually, well, he's not been good of late, but no, still straight sets is pretty convincing i was yeah uh, well we love martin don't we he's a challenger mm. one of the other challenger favorites we tried getting him on the podcast i believe <laughs> yeah he said he was, he was a bit busy yeah he yeah. couldn't uh too much tennis he's got his yeah. work cut out for him next round though or you never know which dimitrov's going to turn up so it's going to be martin dimitrov that would be a very interesting match i think it might be too much of a well, step too far for martin but you never know. Mate, I, think Dim- Ma- I think Martin could take a set, but I think Dimitrov will come out on top. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, Dimitrov is usually okay with them, that caliber of player. It's when it gets a, the, the level up to that, that's when he sort of he falters quite a bit. Yeah, there was quite a big match there. Another five setter that we did, uh, missed off, which was uh, yeah. Marcos Giron went out against Quentin Hallis. Yeah. And uh, eight six in the fifth, mate. There was nothing between them two. I'll be no. honest. Jaron uh, won on the day, but there was. I was watching a bit of it. It just looked like there was just very evenly contested. Um, one did well in one 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 set, and the next one won the other set. It was just nothing yeah. between them. And uh, I'm sure Jaron's happier because I think he was the favourite going into it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we got there another Serbian went through. I thought we thought that was going to probably happen though. Dusan Lajovic, he's been playing very well. Went through in four against Gianluca Mega. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up like the men's. I mean, there's some interesting second round matches there. Uh, but I, yeah, do you want to touch think, on the women's now? Yeah, or? let's do the women's for, for this day and then we'll go back to maybe like today's results and maybe some challenger bits. Okay. But before we do that, John was just saying here in the chat, if Rafa wins the French, there's no way Djokovic catches him in slams. What do you think about that? If he wins the French, there's no way that Djokovic can catch him in slams. I don't I don't think that. I think he can still catch him for sure. Yeah. I know what he means though because it's just that one extra, isn't it, that Nadal's getting, but Djokovic isn't getting. But Djokovic could easily go win a US Open, Australian Open, and even a Wimbledon in a year. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, that's three, yeah, three yeah. to the one. So it's not like, um, it's certainly not past Djokovic. Even he, You could even see Djokovic maybe do a, win all four slams in a year again. I would not put it past him. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what's happening there. Everything yeah, all right? Indeed. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Sorry, there was just a phone call coming through. Sorry, apologies right. for that. During the, during the live, yeah. Uh, yeah, should we have a quick look at the women's? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we. I just want to speak about one of the women's which was going on today, which uh, I can't ignore. I just need to get it off my chest because it was just bugging the hell out of me. I'll actually go to this match first 
just bit, yeah, and then we'll touch that. back on with the other ones afterwards which is it is it's actually still playing which i'm shocked at which is this sarah arani versus kiki burton's and these are two top players bear in mind on the women's game and it was it is awful to watch i was watching it and Sarah Rani seems to have not perfected the ball toss yet. This in more well, late in her career, she was every service game was taking ages. She was had so many time violations. She threw the ball up about six times just behind her. It was just going behind her. She behind. She was just saying sorry, sorry to the point where she knew she couldn't serve, so she did an underarm serve on so many serves. This is a professional. This is. French Open Grand Slam tennis. You can't serve and you're doing an underarms up because you can't serve, not as a tactic. I was just shocked. What the hell is going on? Mate, I was watching the first set too and I know we was both messaging throughout and we was just, we was actually quite disappointed with it. It was actually appalling to see the level of tennis is just so poor and um, I'm not sure, what, if you scroll a bit to the right, we'll see what's happening with Irani. Is she going to serve it out? It wouldn't surprise me if this now goes to a tie break. I'd, I think it was very unlikely that she will serve it out um, unless she stepped it up massively in this third set. But the level is just so poor. It's not a good poster for women's tennis or tennis in general, really. And to see it at a slam, if anyone's watching that, they'll be like, what is going on here? Like there's certain shots yeah. I was watching. I was thinking I could do a lot better than that. And I'm no tennis player. I can guarantee you that. Um, I just thought it was really poor. And um, just looking above there, Azarenka went out. That's a bit of a shock, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I didn't see that coming, but her run had to come to an end at some point. Yeah, with Azarenka, I've got nothing bad to say against her at all. I think she's done an incredible run, played some amazing tennis, and I think she's burnt out, really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, she's been playing non-stop for about uh, nearly a month now, so it had to come to an end at some point, and... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Well, obviously, we had another withdrawal. Serena Williams withdrew from the competition. I don't know if, uh, I think it's due to injury, I believe. Yeah, it was an Achilles, I believe. Uh, and Achilles is, uh, Peronkova, is this another sign that now she's moving through the draw again and has got to buy into the next round? It's just like, yeah. it's the fairy tale continues. She doesn't have to, she lost to her at the US Open. She doesn't have to face her this time. Now Mate, it's actually amazing. Peronkova could really go deep in this tournament. I think she's playing that Krejcikova, the, the the girl just oh, above. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, I don't know she's... though. I don't know if she's that great. I, thought, I know well, she's I good watched... at doubles. I I they're both... the... Are they not doubles partners? Them two. Mm, don't know. I'm not <laughs> the biggest uh, on the on the doubles scene. I'll have to check that one yeah. out. But yeah, I just had to bring up that uh, about that game that. It was just bugging the hell out of me watching that match because it was just seemed like I was watching something that you'd see down the park on a Saturday afternoon. Not I'm not watching professional tennis. And it's just, how can you not do a ball toss? And yeah. there were so many double faults as well. Like, I just, I, it's just beyond me. So, yeah. Well, I'm luckily hoping... here, there's some higher standard ones for sure. Because yeah. I've, I've watched a few of these and these were more impressive. If you look at the Caroline Piscopa match, I was actually really impressed with Sharif. I yeah, thought Sharif was brilliant. Was. Yeah. Um, it's an more achievement for, uh, obviously, from Egypt, the first player, a, women play, a women's player from Egypt to get so far in a Grand Slam. And credit to her, she was very, um, I think in her interview, she was talking about Mo Salah 
and how she was hoping he would reach out and talk to her afterwards. <laughs> uh, so I hope that actually happens. I'm really invested in that now. I hope Salah reaches out and drops uh, jump uh, drops in her DM. That would be quite cool. But fair play to her. She had a brilliant tournament. On the other hand, Caroline Piscova, in theory, I, I, I kind of wish she went out because I'm not a fan of her, her style of play. No, same. She's a bit of a hit and miss character. We know how good she can be, then other times she's not. And um, yeah, it's just disappointing. She did well to beat Sharif. You'd expect her to. She's number three in the world at the end of the day. Um, but on the whole, I'm not sure how far Piscova has got left in her in this tournament. If she mm -hmm. plays against someone maybe a bit higher calibre, a better player, more experienced, I just don't see her even taking a set. And um, that's try not to be too harsh. <laughs> Wow, I don't think you're that harsh, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. This one here is super exciting. Towson Brady. Yeah, For those who don't know this Towson girl's young, young player and incredible. Really is incredible. I watched this match. Brady, we know how good she was, and this tennis was high level. This was for me the the, the match of the day. Um, I really enjoyed watching it, and um, there were so many opportunities where they were both breaking each other in that third, in that final set, um, but. Tolson did look the better of the two in terms of she was a bit more um, consistent with her shots. I thought like Brady, there's a lot of unforced errors she made at, at crucial moments and you can't afford to do that at this level. Um, but fair play to Tolson. She was in, she was a really top, top player. And I'm going to make a big prediction. I think we could see her name on the women's tour for, for many years to come. I think she could win some, some big things in the, in the upcoming five years. Well, let's hope so. That's a real, well, one for the future. Uh, I'm sad to see, well, one of the ones that I quite like following is Nicolescu, the Romanian. Uh, she sort of won the first set, but I think once you work her out, like Collins did, yeah, she, you can only do that slice forehand. So like many the queen times. of the slice, isn't she? <laughs> I've never seen someone with a, only a slice forehand and no, no topspin on their forehand. It's bizarre, but it worked for the first set <laughs> and then the second set and third set. It doesn't work. Once they've worked it out, I think, yeah, it's game over. Yeah, and just then, quickly, that that Tolson's only 17 years old. Thanks for that, Jackie. Really? I didn't realise it was that young. I thought maybe it was 19, but 17. And um, I'm going to do a lot more research into her because I must admit, I don't know loads. I've just been looking at her previous results and what she's achieved. And I saw an article on her as well I was reading. It's quite interesting. But I'm going to do a little bit more research on it because... From what I was seeing, the future's super bright and she's a big talent on the women's tour. Obviously, on the men's, we've got like people like Massetti and Alcaraz. Yeah, I think yeah. Alton could be our women's uh, next-gen player coming through. So I'm going to watch her with an eagle eye this tournament. Yeah, for sure. And Michael uh, asked a good question while we're on that. Can she be better than Goff? Uh, I think potentially she can. For sure. I think there's that. Uh, what was the other young American's name who came through in the US Open play well as well? Wasn't it Scott? Was that her name? Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. She's another one to keep an eye out for as well. Yeah, I'm not sure if Scott's at that same level as these two. Obviously, Mate. Goff's achieved more than all of them in terms oh, of she won she's a been there in slams. And, yeah, I guess so. Well, you never know. Could just be a bit of luck on your side as well. Obviously, uh, well, let's have a look at some of the others. Obviously, Rybakina there. She went through with ease against Sir Steyer, who's actually very good as well so that's an impressive result yeah kenin squeezed through there against samsonova i uh, predicted a kenin loss actually before um, that match i thought samsonova samsonova would beat her but it wasn't to be 
the Ons is through, the Jabur. She made it through uh, after a shaky start. And uh, British Watson <laughs> goes out. To Mate, sort of it's not been a good tournament, has it, for the Brits? It's been That's pretty woeful. Terrible. I don't think any of them have got through. I think they're all out now. That's Could it. you tell? There's all no in the first play- round. Could you tell there's no clay courts in, in England? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, no, I thought they, I thought the British players would have done better based on the fact that it's raining and it's cold and they're playing a tournament. I feel yeah. like that would surely play in their favour because they're used to that all the time anyway. It should, um, but it didn't. There was a mentality and a mindset issue for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have a look down there. I don't think there's too many real surprises in there. I mean, we've got... It was <laughs> one of my other favourites down the bottom there. It was no worries for her. Kuda Matova. That one, isn't it? <laughs> she goes Mate, to you're going to sing it every time now. I'm getting sick of it. I'm sure they are as well. Mate, I don't know. It just makes me laugh every time. It means no worries for her. She's through to the second round and uh, look forward to singing it again, hopefully in the next round. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the, the big news there really is obviously, um, well, not there, but the, the obviously in the women's tour in general is the Serena Williams news. That's the big yeah, one for me. For sure. Um, her pulling out, no one really saw that coming. And um, it's brilliant for Pirangova. I'm sure she's yeah. loving it because she's got an extra day's rest now as well, for an extra few days probably. Um, for sure. It's brilliant. Yeah. But she's going to be really fresh going into that match and I fancy her to win. going to be loving it, mate. She's going to be loving it. Uh, I can't wait to see how she gets on. Uh, hopefully, she can make it even like one step further in the French Open. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're hoping anyway. Shall we look at some of the live matches right now? What's going on? I think Sean's just updated us that uh, team's up 6-1. Oh, well, bear with me one second. I can uh, hopefully provide you with some information. Did you close it all down? No, I just stopped sharing my screen with you. Oh, all right, okay. Sorry, just watching me go back and forth on the screen's probably a little bit unbearable. Right, <laughs> there you go. It's back again. If you want to see who's live right now, let's have a little look. So, oh, man. your man well, wraps up. looks like he's going to wrap it up there. Maybe, maybe it should Sportsman's, do. Well, Sportsman's in on fire. I think uh, Gustino's taken out of him that ridiculous match he had against Mutet in the round before. Gone playing well there. That's good to see. And any thought that Jack Sock might trouble Dominic team doesn't look like that's going to happen, does it? See a yeah. straight sets there. I do. And then Rafa as well. He's off the board as well. Easy, so, isn't it? It's yeah. just easy. Uh, yeah. And then we've got some other matches on today. Kakushkin, Martinez. I think we both thought Martinez could take him out. I yeah. think Trebaglia could take out Nishikuri as well. Mm-hmm. I think Bublik could take out Sonego. Rude against Bull, I'd go for. Yep. I'd okay. go for Courier against Pear, actually, yep. in this one. I'm literally on, on, on your page on all of these so far. And this one, I would, well, I'd have I'd have to say I'd think Zverev should win that one. But it's probably, at least he's playing somebody who can test him. Frenchman at home in his own yep. country should make it more interesting, but Zverev well, should have. You say, I think it is an interesting match and potentially we could do a live watch along for that. We'll see what's happening with work today. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah. most of you guys can join us if you fancy it. Um, if it's after 6pm, there's a good chance we could do a live watch along for the Sverev Herbert match. For me, that's the one what I'm probably most excited about yeah. uh, later on in the day. It'd be nice to have done a rude pull, but that's not to be. I think that's, that's going to happen a bit too soon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, what about Ponzi yeah. Sinner? 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think Sinner should win that, but Bonzi can always surprise us. But I'm going to go with Sinner on that. And Kecinato should be able to win against Londera. I think he's only he's had a straight set. Londera had a marathon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's go to a few questions then. So Michael was asking, can Serena win 24 going on 40? No, I I wouldn't think so. That's my <laughs> personal opinion. <laughs> Why don't you know then? No, I don't think I don't think she can either. I think um, she's kind of finished now. Um, it's sad to see. I just think her uh, her uh, uh, ending years are very close for me. It's the same yeah, with yeah. Venus Williams as well. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, but anyway, let's uh, wrap it up there. We've done enough talking, especially if we're going to be doing a podcast later on today. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for joining us today. We've appreciated all your questions. Sorry we couldn't talk more about them. Uh, we've been on a bit of a tight schedule today, but we'll do more yeah. maybe tomorrow. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, if you've not liked the video, please like uh, and also subscribe. And yeah, peace, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. On the next one. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.